0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bald Movies. Tonight, Jim and I set out to see the latest installment of the Men in Black franchise, Men in Black International, Mm -hmm. uh, starring Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth um, and a bunch of other people. Uh, It was directed by F. Gary Gray, who you may recall directed uh, the comedy Friday, uh, then went on to direct Set It Off, The Negotiator, The Italian Job, Be Cool... Uh, straight out of Compton and then uh, the most, late, lately, most latest latest film, the uh, 8 Fast and Furious, Fate of the Furious. What did you think? I guess what's your overall kind of um, familiarity with the Men in Black franchise? What did you think of this one? Uh, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? Give me your thoughts.
1: I've definitely seen the first one a few times. Uh, I know I've seen the second one. Is there a third one?
0: There is definitely a third one. I don't.
1: Th- I don't know that I've seen that one. Uh, it doesn't seem like you need to have seen any of these, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it it would help if you saw Men in Black one, because uh-huh. uh, you kind of get a lot of background uh, on the Men in Black, and you understand. You'll have a shorthand for some of the stuff they're trying to explain to you, but right. uh, I don't think it's necessary. I thought this movie was okay. Yep. It felt like Men in Black, I'll Mm -hmm. say that much, Uh, from the music to basically Chris Hemsworth trying to be Will Smith,
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: it felt like a Men in Black movie. And that's not a bad thing, but it's also not the best thing in the world. Uh, I think Men in Black is goofy and in some good ways. Um, I like a lot of their creature design uh, most of the time, and the way they use creatures is pretty interesting and sometimes funny. Uh, and this movie has a lot of that. I just, nothing really hooked me. Um, the comedy, w- there were a couple of good jokes in there uh, that hit me, but there, there are a lot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And the, it's not a good batting average. Yeah. Uh, but overall, okay. Better than last week's movie, I'll say that. Dark Phoenix was
0: yeah. real bummer for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this was just a, just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be completely forgettable. Yep, it is coasting on a lot of charm by Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Who I did this did did they get together on the set of uh, like Thor Ragnarok and be like, you know, what we haven't seen in a long time, <laughs> Men in Black, and yeah. we're just the the people to bring it back. Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, fine, that's that that's cool, but but yeah, it's it's, it's just okay. It's just okay. Uh, the creature design was really good. Uh, I like that. Um, I was really... You know, as I was sitting down to watch the movie, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of in, in the mood for some kind of light, fun thing and, and uh, just turn my brain off and enjoy this. And then, like, when the Columbia Pictures logo came up and Annette mm-hmm. Binning put on the shades and got out the neuralize I'm like, ha ha, that's pretty funny. And then you get this, like, foggy kind of Paris set. And I'm like, oh, this kind of reminds me a lot of, like, some of the middle Harry Potters. And then there's some, like, James Bond feel that you always get with the suits and the gadgets. And yeah. I just kept on waiting for the plot to, like, Get that next level boost, and they're trying to do some complicated things, but everything is so paint by numbers, and like the red herrings are like painted; the red paint oh, still man. dripping on them. Yeah, like, like as they're introduced, it's like nah, nah, and then it just like I said, if there was a little bit more complexity to the to the plot, if they had established mm-hmm. like um, a little bit more relationships between the characters, so that you know this stuff landed. You know like they they try to have these twists at the end like in the first one yeah. uh the fact that uh, Tommy Lee Jones is ready to retire he hates this mm-hmm. like he's got his mind full of all this bad alien shit and it's going to it's going to be a real passing of the torch they try to do something kind of like that but they just haven't you know you had a whole film at least uh, uh, the the build up Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith chemistry
1: yeah.
0: um and their relationship and here it's like they tried to f- do a fast track version of Will Smith's like recruitment and they had a nice little story hook where i'm like i wonder how they're going to fast forward through this and i'm like oh that is this this clever hook the that, did explain all that but it just like i said it just never quite caught fire mm-hmm. um yeah this- they
1: they lean pretty hard on the men in black uh, that's come before this uh, like you said with the relationships especially i feel like yeah. i understand the relationship between uh Liam Neeson and uh Chris Hemsworth Mm -hmm. in this movie intuitively because I've seen Men in Black 1 and I understand like in this organization here's the types of relationships that exist Mm -hmm. uh and and so I think they they do pretty well in that regard but I I ended up like like an I am mother uh last week Mm -hmm. just this Friday I figured out the plot twist yeah moments into the movie seconds Mm -hmm. into the movie and you know, it doesn't totally ruin the experience. I still had some fun with it, but I just kept waiting
0: and yeah. waiting. When and then, are they going to reveal? Right. And that's the sucky thing is, like, I think they should have just leaned into it, like, you know, not have the character go in blind, have yeah. him briefed, like, hey, there's something hinky going on here and you're going to have to figure it out. And then it's like, there's this kind of tense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, uh, poker game going on throughout the movie about whose loyalties can you trust? And they do that. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty good shit. Like Game of Thrones had, sure. had really tight six seasons just on that engine, uh-huh. uh, you know, and they tried to you know play it like I, I don't know, like I, I, I they tried to play it like well, like is there this and they 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 show but don't tell that there's a you know kind of a, some of it should have worked I guess better than it did, yeah, um, but it's just like I said there there was there was something missing I and I think what that th- thing was is just our connection to the characters like they hint to a lot like they're i I wonder what's on the cutting room floor because they Uh they felt like there was something more to like emma thompson and um liam neeson yeah I, i felt like all of these
1: characters were sort of uh undersold to me and the relationships between them and this felt like a very short movie I don't know how long it actually is. I yeah, I, I bet I it was hundred yeah, minutes. What what they left is another twenty minutes. That's uh-huh. what was that was what was missing.
0: Yeah, the other thing is like, do you think that it's possible that Kumail Nanjiani was like a late minute addition, last minute addition? I think so because it's like this is kind of like um, uh, this reminds me of like the Judge Dredd thing with um, Sliced Alone. I don't know if this is actually true or not, but I've always maintained that uh oh god who the hell is that uh oh, rob
1: schneider i know rob, who you're talking
0: about <laughs> the rob schneider was actually a last minute addition because sly barely interacts with him yeah, there's yeah. like three or four li- he's in a lot of the movie but he's only in like three or four lines of dialogue and it's almost like mm-hmm. they got this movie and It was kind of short and it wasn't funny enough so it's like <laughs> let's get fucking rob schneider in here and make the movie shittier now that's not <laughs> what happened with Kumail. But a lot of like oh, no, very no. like if you take out the one scene where he gets, you know, he, he gets to incurs his life debt to Tessa and you take out a couple of connecting scenes where she acknowledges that he's sitting on his shoulder mm-hmm. and he's not really in the movie. He just rides on his shoulder. To, I don't know. He's he's a big set piece at the end. Maybe I'm making a big thing of it, but I just felt like there wasn't any real reason for him to be there other than comic relief
1: yeah I mean there, there were a lot of jar jar banks type moments in this film yeah uh where a character is there solely to laugh at mm-hmm. or to make a joke um I think Kumail's character uh is kind of all of those things at once mm-hmm. uh he he both sticks at two characters and also gets it stuck to him as yeah, well yeah, sure uh so i i i enjoyed the the character but yeah, it doesn't it didn't feel very consequential, certainly.
0: I like this design. Like all the creature design was really good. Oh yeah. Um Men in Black has always been great at that. Yeah. Just inventive ways to use different alien types. Yeah, and the, the transforming cars and the guns that are more the meets the eye and all that is that, that all mm-hmm. works well. Um I don't know. Do you want do you have anything more non spoiler to say? It's it's this thing I don't understand what's going on in Rotten Tomatoes because like this thing is currently like a 23 percent on rotten tomatoes and it's like i mean that's just a measure how many people like it Hmm. i get it but like some of these things i feel like this just feels like a 40 to 50 percent movie it's not going you're not going to feel storm out thinking you wasted your time and money but you're going to like two weeks from now wonder now why did they do like and you're not going to be able to remember because
1: no i mean i found myself wishing that i had gone
0: to see rocket man instead because i've been wanting to see that i thought i found myself wishing that i had gone to see the what was the the zombie movie Oh, uh Jim Jarmusch,
1: The Dead Don't
0: Die. We literally yeah. couldn't see it tonight. there wasn't a show It's a limited in, in release in Cincinnati yeah. tonight. There is a mul- there's a couple but there it's not it's still a pretty limited release. Mm-hmm. Uh there's only three or four houses showing it in the Cincinnati region, so But
1: I don't feel like I got ripped off.
0: No, nah, I feel like I get ripped off. It's just one of those things where it's like I'm tired of getting I'm tired of too many 40 degree days. Yeah. Uh I feel like I've getting a lot of 40 degree days from Godzilla, I got a 40 degree day from Man in Black. I hope next week a Toy Story they give me. I'm. I'm ready to. It. It's. It's in the middle of June in Cincinnati, and it was like 55 degrees today. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm ready for my 70 fucking degree days, man. I trust Where's the Pixar. summer blockbusters. We had In Game, and then nothing. Pixar. Pixar's got it. They know what's up. Pixar is doing some some risky business. You know, you had a perfect trilogy, <laughs> and now you're uh-huh. trying the Indiana Jones Crystal Skull. It. Mm, mm. We'll see how that works out next week. Uh, let's talk about trailers before we get into the spoiler section um first up i don't remember if you actually had seen this but ad astra yeah you showed it to me last oh right week so yeah yeah we saw it on a small screen um uh-huh. any more thoughts on that i still don't exactly know what it is about or what it's going for but it looks cool and it's probably going to be a first round ball movie yeah uh i'm interested in it certainly uh did you see a trailer for a show called blinded by the light I don't
1: think so now,
0: so the concept of here is there there's this Pakistani kid in London in nineteen eighty seven and he falls in love with the music of Bruce springsteen and and sees it as telling his immigrants' tale story and this working class thing, and he's got this like strict you know traditional father who doesn't you know the wants them to like respect their cultures and and you know not lose touch with that, but he loves the boss man. Uh, hey. And it's some kind of weird coming of age, like the self discovery. I it, it it looks it looks cool, but uh So the light is Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> isn't that it doesn't isn't that one of his songs? Or like a lyric from one of his songs? Uh not that I'm aware of, but maybe i mean i'm not got, that familiar with bruce you got you got wrapped catalog. up the line about a light yeah, where you get wrapped a, up in a douche that's a very different band another murder in the night uh, uh I, I don't think that's bruce springsteen but anyway nothing. uh Hobbs and shaw saw that trailer again again oh god i you know yes last week i feel like i i had a stroke when i saw idris elba the black superman mm-hmm. i completely forgot to talk about uh Dwayne the rock johnson's brothers like oh, he yeah! he goes yeah. back and they it looks like they're doing like, you know, traditional mm-hmm. Maori Polynesian style it, combat. It's dude, like, this movie's going everywhere. I mean This movie does not give a shit. It's no, gonna do and, what it wants. And it's they've slu- like I'm the I'm the frog that got boiled to death because they've spit <laughs> eight movies, nine movies, crafting a universe where I'll believe the rock can, like I don't know, there's this this he's like Captain America, this like string of semis and a helicopter and Mm-hmm. and uh it's just yeah i'm these guys are superheroes they're ca- comic book characters they're cartoon characters it's gonna be a lot of fun uh do we ever talk about angel has fallen uh is that the gerard That's, butler yeah of, of the fallen series or is fallen yeah has fallen whatever yeah we did so we're not a fan of this i i say this all the time about stuff that i'm a fan of um but if i'm i, I don't know who the fans of this this uh series are i'm sure they exist how pissed would you be that they're spoiling the fact that, uh, uh, Gerard Butler has a father and it's Nick Nolte? Like, why, why spoil that, like, 15 seconds of potential glee the reveal that, you know, yeah. you got, like, a kinda sorta, it's like, they do that shit with Cher in, uh, Dancing Queen 3, or whatever it was, <laughs> Mamma oh, Mia yeah, 2, yeah. like, why do they, why do they spoil this shit, man? Uh, it's to get people in the seats. Like Billy D, would die. I need to know Billy? Yeah. I was going to see Star Wars anyway. I would have been pleasantly surprised to see Billy D. I mean, that's a prime example of just having no reason to do it, right? Because I could see like, oh, another city has fallen. Yeah, you know, you got to get people to see that. Because, but that's the things like it's the third movie. I'm either going to see it or I'm not. Mama Mia, two. You're either excited about it or not. The people that are excited about it don't fuck it. Don't I don't I don't need to see Nick Nolte coming out of this shit and saying what are you doing here, son <laughs> I just just let me organically experience that i don't get it yeah star is a prime example of not needing to do it though. stop fucking spoiling your movies hollywood yep. uh once upon a time in hollywood have we talked Speaking about this trailer uh we probably have
1: but this is the first time i saw it in the theater this movie looks incredible i mean how could it not be look
0: at the cast i mean it's it's got look at mean, the director look at the writer <laughs> like i did not like hateful eight yeah, that's fair. I didn't either. And that cast looked amazing, uh-huh. like some kind of hard-boiled Western and then some kind of godforsaken cabin looked like it'd be – you can't miss. But this – I don't know. This this movie just looks incredible. Yeah. It I- I'm, I'm might be the so best-looking in, film Quentin's made. Uh, it, it,
1: I think a couple of months ago you would mentioned ooh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm like, oh, is that some stupid, like – I don't know. They're, they're like similarly named. Kinda. Yeah, and I, I wasn't into it's it. It's going to but... be a werewolf, it turns out. poked up werewolf. <laughs> I mean, it might still be. I saw Leo's hair <laughs> at one point when he was playing a cowboy. Uh-huh. Uh, I- I'm super excited to see Leonardo DiCaprio play this whole arc because it mm-hmm. looks like he's going from like very famous movie star and maybe even the journey up all the way through the dip and i'm interested to see how he plays that because he's so good with these sort of overarching characters uh i'm i don't know i'm a sucker for leo i like his stuff and a sucker for quentin tarantino and sometimes brad pitt and margot robbie's not bad either yeah i mean wolf of wall street
0: yeah they they had some chemistry yes yes uh, that's all for the trailers. Unless you had one you want to talk about that I didn't see at your theater because no, I wasn't I don't there. Think so. I was at my theater. Nope. Uh, and this is where we leave the non-subscribers, the non-club members. If you would like to get our spoiler-filled takes on all the movies that we see, all the first-run bald movies, anyway, uh, go to club.baldmove.com. You can sign up and get access to that and many more, much more, many much more great content. Club.baldmove.com. Mm-hmm.